episode 10, Episode buddy. 10. We've first anniversary. It. it is our first anniversary. First anniversary. is a, uh, a term that Matt has coined himself. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kyle. All by myself. <laughs> uh, Kyle Don't quote me on that. We were actually going, going to uh, film at uh, Shamrocks tonight, but guess what? We're I'm lazy. I didn't... I didn't because I heard it. that Shamrocks, located off of Veterans Memorial, was closed for podcasts this evening. Yes. I talked to my favorite manager, Kyle. They had way too many podcasts going on tonight, so we decided to just film... Everywhere. So we just start... The comfort of my home. Mm-hmm. Here with Matty Moe. That means Missouri. Uh-huh. But we've actually Can't got find a, out. I mean, it's really hard to top last week with Louie. Was, oh. um, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That was a good one. Louie, I hope you see this and see that we're on live and that you uh, join and watch because you're not fucking here, so go fuck Uncle Lou. No. Mouth kiss. No. Whatever. Okay. Okay. So um, I actually found a lot of good stuff today, or actually yesterday. Matt did a bunch of research. Uh, We got a lot of great stuff to talk about. Um, Have you heard... (laughs) Have you heard? What do you always call uh, The Rock? Is the biracial the angel. biracial angel what The Rock Johnson? Call, what would you call Ryan Reynolds? Uh, the Miracle Man of Hollywood, <laughs> the most beautiful face in Hollywood. Every, every 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 person you ever wanted to be. Like we got Shia LaBeouf right here. Reynolds is. Where, where are we putting the biracial angel, The Rock Johnson? He's right in the middle. He's right in the middle. He's holding the two up. What if all three of them? It could be the. Never mind. I'm so not, they like, took the, all the, their DNA. The, the, the Triboof Raka Reynolds. Reynolds. <laughs> the Triboof tri- Raka Reynolds. Reynolds. The Triboof Raka Reynolds. Would be ever, ever seen. To be created. They, they could hit all the dynamics action film, comedy. drama, comedy, comedy, drug drama, addiction, drug, alcoholism, oh, yeah. wrestling. <laughs> they could do it all. But they Ryan Reynolds. Being the uh, the great marketing and just entertainment guy that he is, um, so I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, Peloton they they released this really really great workout bike. It's a uh, it's your it's by your, Nordic Track. <laughs> is it? I, I think so. I don't know. You hope so. Don't quote. I us hope on so. That. Don't quote us on that. So um, it's uh, you know your your typical home bike track, but it's got this giant TV on the front of they it. They can finally see when we do hand movements. Hey. This is right bikes. Time. Okay, so yeah, it's got this giant TV on it, so that you can actually see uh, real world um, pedal pedal toners. Pedal This is why we don't film this stuff because that's what I have to look at him and go. What's but but are they pedal toners? Like they're watching the like, and they're they're hoping that their coaches just happen to be on his pedal So it has something. a really big TV on it, <laughs> and you can actually. Um, Go down different tracks in like Europe and America and in real time. And then now they've linked it up to the cloud to where you can race your friends. So if I have one and you have one, and we're just like, <laughs> how depressing would that be? <laughs> like, dude, your friend made it I'm six, done. six I'm done. point six miles. It looks like Jason's Pelotonic pulled over at Taco Bell three hours ago. <laughs> He's not joining he's you not, yeah. at the end of the Katy Trail well, come on, in man. Kansas City. Come on. Not But happening. we're both at home and yeah. our coach is just yelling at us on our large screen TV. Fries. My coach is Kona barking at me. <laughs> go. Go. So they go. create it's actually uh, for people that do like to work out and, and do stuff like that, not us. Actually, we walk around the city all day. I think we're more fit. But we don't, but we don't pedal a ton across the city. No. We walk a ton and hate it. 
I have, I, a, I have a hard time convincing you to walk a mile to my house. That's very true. It's, <laughs> I, I walk six to eight miles a day at work, but him, like, no, mm. not, not going to do that. You're going to buy me something? It doesn't seem like anything worthy. So You can come here if you want. Of course. They released a Christmas commercial for uh, the Peloton fitness bikes, and it was a very sweet commercial. It was just a, a husband... And the kids come running downstairs, and the wife comes down, and he's like, hey, I got you this Peloton bike. And she's super happy, and it shows her going through her uh, her her ritual every day, working out, riding the bike, having a good time. And at the end of the commercial, she's really fit, and she's really happy. Well, then the internet, God fucking bless ya, comes across like, that's body shaming. Oh, that's body shaming. You body that's shamed. That's where they took it. You body shamed your wife by getting her a workout bike, and you're a piece of shit. It wasn't a vacuum cleaner or like dishwashing a equipment <laughs> or a cookbook that just says to learn how to cook, to learn how to be a wife. <laughs> you want to wife it up? Here you go. No, and instead of Peloton, just... that, that that helped and benefited her like quality of life. And maybe she asked for it. Right. We don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know the the, 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 the commercial of, <laughs> of the woman. Like we so. can have we can have car commercials out there like where men just buy them like women SUVs and but you don't know if she wanted the that, SUV. That was the meme that I saw today where it was um uh commercials where men buy their wives cars for Christmas honestly don't understand relationships because they made a huge purchase behind her back. Set them into debt <laughs> and hope to God that she loves it. And the uh, uh, the big bow I is. I want it blue. And also, the big bow is the most expensive that part. Was, that was it's actually most... $30,000 to get that bow. All <laughs> hand all delivered the by. The people in that subdivision passed that bow around. Can got I, I, I rent your giant bow? Gotta love that Chevy privilege. Like Escalade that. privilege. Like Lugsy privilege. Yeah. So, so, so anyway. So the uh, the genius that is Ryan Reynolds, he saw the backlash of the Peloton commercial and the woman that's in this commercial being body shamed. So she so he hires backtrack. Ryan Reynolds owns a gin company, Avion Aviation Aviation Aviation, Aviation gin. gin. I hate Not gin, bad. but I guarantee you, if I tasted his gin, it would taste like. It would Ryan Reynolds like sweat. Him. That's exactly like what I wanted. Like just juniper and Ryan Leonard's. Reynolds. Went round windows. He's been drinking for a while. Two drunk dads. No. So, Ryan Reynolds sees what this, uh, what Peloton, this actress is going through because, of course, it doesn't go onto the company, it goes onto the actress. Mm-hmm. And they're like, You are just a horrible wife. She's like, I'm single. I'm 22. I just wanted to be on TV. <laughs> I look good on, on purpose, on accident. I didn't even Peloton. So, he, um, he actually, um, hired the same actress from the Peloton commercial. And then puts her in an aviation gin commercial where it's uh, her and her two girlfriends, and it seems by just the the by the, the nature of the, the nature of the commercial that they're uh, consoling, consoling her a broken up girlfriend. Yes. So she's sitting there and she's chugging aviation, just going, "This is some smooth gin," and just pounding the gin. And the one girl's like, "He wasn't worth it. It's fine." So they they play off the fact like Ryan Reynolds. that in. The Peloton commercial, she was treated shitty because her husband bought her a bike. And then Ryan Reynolds is like, what if I can hire this same actress to be in my gin commercial and have her have her breakup fucking party at a bar with my gin? 
Then gin the party. best part is after uh, they do their thing, they cut to the gin, and then you hear someone go, "By the way, you look great." Come on, come on, <laughs> grow up! I just, I just imagine Ryan Reynolds standing like behind the scenes, just sitting. <laughs> so now, not only genius. He already knows that the internet is talking about Peloton and the body shaming and everything. He hires the same actress to be in his commercial, which he released a week, week after. after the controversy. Instantly. So now guess what? We're all talking about aviation gin. Yeah. Instead of body shaming and Peloton and buying something that your girlfriend may or may not have wanted I'm for Christmas. I'm telling you, man. I, I think about this as the greatest, and I'm sure that it's not like, we all want to believe that, Mar- that Ryan Reynolds came up with this himself, but he has an army of marketing people that were just like, hey. Well, the army also could be the internet. It's like, this time the internet didn't win, Ryan Reynolds won. Dude, Ryan but, Reynolds always wins. It, it, it's, did we, we didn't even talk about Free, Free Guy last episode. We, we didn't. Well, actually, we haven't had an episode. We had a Louie episode. We had a Louie episode. We haven't had an episode. So we, we haven't had, had a, um, an actual episode. Uh, so, continuing on with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, which I'm okay with. I don't know if you all, listeners, sure, and guys watching us live... I hope you're okay with us talking about Ryan Reynolds because we're going to still talk about Shia later. Yeah, we got some Shia news, actually. Oh, yeah. So, Ryan Reynolds is coming out with a new movie, which I don't understand how he can keep coming out with new fucking movies. I can't. Because it seems to be every, he's, he's so, every he's two weeks there's a new trailer. What's Blake well, yeah, what doing? Is he, what's Blake Lively doing? <laughs> what is a lot of actresses or actors doing? She's not making anything new that I can think of. Unless it's porn. This is what no, she's doing. She's sitting home going... Seven million, eight million. What, what it, million. She has million dollar bills. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. So apparently between uh, this new Netflix movie that he's coming out with, um, Six Underground, which if they don't play the hip-hop classic Six Underground during Six Underground, Sneaker Pimps, mm. grow up. Grow the fuck up. Grow the fuck they, up. Just cancel the whole it thing. It has to be. Throw it away. In the it middle has to be of the, the highest of action scene during the climax. Six Underground. Yeah. I want to hear some fucking Sneaker Pimps, Brian Reynolds. Anyway. Looking at you, bro. So in between uh, Deadpool and everything else that he's doing, he made this new movie. Pikachu and... Uh, and Pikachu, yeah. which is only voice acting. I don't want to say only, but whatever. He's busy. He's a busy man. He's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. So he's um, he made this new movie called Free Guy, which sounds lame if you if you if I just say that. But Free Guy for anybody that's ever played The Sims or Grand Theft Auto, any or of the Grand Theft Auto, any Autos. really open world game, you always have the background characters, the Where ones you can that kill. don't do anything. They yeah. just walk around. You can punch them. You can rob them. You can it's like you know like Skyrim. Them. You can interact with them. Yeah. You can push them around. You but can... they have no uh, meaning to the central story or plot of the game. Yeah. So it, Ryan Reynolds plays a character of a guy that is. Uh, it's called what is it? A non NPC, non playing character. And one day he's just like, I'm sick of it. I don't. I want to do something with my life. And he becomes part of the video game, and it looks. See, I, I said when I when I heard this the first time that it, it seems like a more violent version of the Truman Show, like where he finally realizes that he's in um, uh, something that he can't control in a way, or a little bit of high tension. You remember uh, Jason Statham? Oh, buddy, not high you tension. Just, it was uh, no, no, was it? Wait a minute, not, not not high tension. The second one was called High Voltage. Crank. <laughs> it's always in there. Always. If in there. you stop, 
You'll die! Yeah, so he has to like do Red Bulls and have sex and masturbate and put fucking in public. car batteries on his tongue. But Who hasn't done that? 96 was a weird fucking year. So For all of us. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is coming out with this new movie, uh, Free Guy. Not until next year, of course. Pretty much everything that we're going to talk about or that we have on our radar is 2020, man. It's already fucking December 11th. Oh. Is it? Yeah. I, have, I don't we have like watch that actually says what 13 days till Christmas. Gross. I'm not getting you shit. I hope not, because I don't save anything for Good. you. Because this, this podcast is not making me any money. I quit my job hey, for man, this shit. I cashed in the 26 cents that we made. Really? Yeah. Did you get a gumball? No. No. I put it towards my porn subscriptions. It's not true. I don't pay for porn because I ain't a pussy. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, that, that was one worth. Oh, but, I like that one. So uh, we actually just got uh, done watching a two-part uh, series. I'm going to let Matt run away with this, the second part. Um, it's called, uh, what is it, Movies? Was it Movies That Made Us? Yeah, Movies yeah, That movies Made Us. Made us. Yeah, Movies Netflix. That Made Us is on a Netflix show. It's a pretty, pretty good fucking show. Uh, what ties into that right now is that uh, we have the Ghostbuster Afterlife yeah. trailer that just came out. And Matt didn't give a shit about it until he saw Paul Rudd. <laughs> it's like... There ain't, ain't nothing make life better than bacon and Paul Rudd. There's only two things in the world. Because sometimes when Paul Rudd makes a movie, he going ahead and he, he makes that pie, <laughs> makes a slice, I come in for a sniff, and I'll go back for go any back other for slice of pizza that Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd makes. So Ghostbusters Afterlife is coming out. It's got Paul Rudd, uh, Phil, uh, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. You watched it? Yeah. Pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's a, uh, basically it's a continuation of the second. What you doing, bud? It's a continuation of the second movie. They totally forgot about the female version, just like the rest of the world did, and now they're <laughs> and now they made uh, a third movie. It's rumored. <laughs> it's rumored to have uh, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson. Or I didn't know Dan movie. Aykroyd was in this picture. Yeah. Oh no. Original. Yeah. Original. No, no, I'm kidding. That's just no, that's sorry. an old quote. I'm glad you're watching live. We got Leslie and Mercedes are watching. What's up, guys? What up, Les, man? What's up? So, yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, it's uh, about a small uh, single mom that moves to a small town that is left to her by her father, who happens to be Spangler, yep. one of the original Ghostbusters. Uh-huh. And the thing that, uh, that I think is really cool about this new plot is that Apparently what happened in the 80s with the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and even the, the second one with the sludge, yep. uh, the government, everybody, they've buried it. So it's like a, it's like a myth. like It's like a wives' tale. And Paul Rudd is the one that's like, no, I was a kid when this shit happened. This shit happened. So when the ghosts start to come back, he's like, I fucking told you. I know exactly what happened. This shit happened. It's pretty much like if if, if we ran into some kids like right down the street and they were like, hey. And we're like, dude, we grew up with this. Yeah. We know exactly how to fix it. And then we'd go grab a, you know, freaking station wagon. A white one. There's one across the street. Well, it's wood panel. Still, whatever. A woody turn. Yeah, exactly. Even better. And we we could act like I feel like that if if a couple kids came up to me and were like, "Hey, what's this?" I would act the exact same way as Paul Rudd. Be like, "Don't you, trap. you have it. A limited edition, perfect condemned ghost trap." Yeah. Now what? And do we would know exactly what to do? Just running around with looking for ghosts. <laughs> Coming this fucking house. 
But yeah, so we've got uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, coming out next year. Of course, everything's fucking coming out next year. So hey, Merry Christmas. Nothing cool is coming out. I'll see you guys next year. Everything is coming out next year. Um, (laughs) So I think Matt, man, you stayed here for like two days, Sunday, Monday? Uh, Yeah, it was... Yeah, that was I went, rough. I went from sleeping on a five-star bed to rough, a... Rough two days. To a couch. It's a good fucking couch. Uh-huh. You're just actually longer than me, so I guess this does kind of suck. <laughs> so he stayed here uh, Sunday night, and we got to watch a bunch of movies. We uh-huh. actually watched um, Doctor Sleep. Yeah. We were a little... little uh, rusty on that one. A little crusty on that one. Do you remember it? Yeah. Oh no, I do. I um, and uh, the the parts that that I take away from it um, was the uh, the the fact that that Danny had to like drink himself uh, to 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 not be uh, what do they call it the, the shine. shine? Yeah. So he wouldn't be a shine, and but that's how he related most to his dad. Well, and see, that's thought, where like I was like. Oh well, shit! I got, yeah, so I, like I, he drinks. So like so that makes me think about if does Jack did Jack Nicholas, his dad did he have the shine and was so tormented by the ghosts and that Danny might have experienced the exact same thing that Jack Nicholas did. I didn't. I never. I never told you about this theory of it. But dude, but what? Uh, but what if Jack Nicholas had the shine the but he couldn't handle the shine and Danny, as an adult, ended up learning the shine. Well, that's. But then, but then, but then with but. Uh, with that movie though, uh, we both joked around that it was just a bunch of X Men X Men characters. Yeah, that didn't didn't visit Doctor X. Well, that was a th- that's the thing. <laughs> is, is that it also too because of a uh, because of Stephen King, um, him writing it was touching a lot on like mental illness. You know, mm-hmm. Stephen King didn't understand a lot about his own psyche when he was younger. So he'd no write shit. these. <laughs> so he'd write these fucked up stories. And, of course, he wanted to feel like he was normal, so he wrote a story about the shine. And, you know, maybe they, they like, I'm not, I'm not alone. So, but, yeah, it was, it almost was like an X-Men movie. It's like, you got it, you, you got, got it, it, you got it. You, got it. you can handle this, you can do this, and we're just going to eat you up. But it was, a, it was a pretty good movie. I think once it comes out um, on 4K, I like it better because there's less pixels. I can't even hear the pixels. They're so quiet. <laughs> the louder the pixels, the better the, better. the quality. Yeah. You, um, you can't understand the pixels until you can actually see them or hear them. So yeah. I think that once I get it, I'm going to have to watch it again, definitely. Yes. It, it was a pretty good movie. We we broke it up. We were drinking. We were eating. We were having a good time. Well, with, with Obi-Wan Kenobi, like sexy Obi-Wan Kenobi. Dude, he was a hot fucking mess in the he beginning. Was. Like, he was fucked he, up. He was the third drunk dad. And he went through, he really was, no, he was the, the drunk, drunk dad. dad. But Ewan without. McGregor? Yeah. Woo! He, he so, has a, he has a, he's got an eight year chip in that what movie. Would you, uh, what would you give old um, Dr. Sleep on a first watch? Um, on, on a first watch? One first bite, first First bites only? Um, I, I'll give it like a, I'll give it a seven. Yeah. Like a 6.8, yeah. 7. Because it reaches close. Like, I need to watch it again. But Also, there's a lot of throwbacks with Jack Nicholson. No spoilers. Spoiler. Uh, and the kids. Like, they did a great job with the throwbacks. But 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 where I get my, my, my loss of points is they could have used the original footage to do the throwbacks. Yeah, they I didn't have to force the CGI. I think the they, were CGI. Going, I, I think I, they I were think, going for the higher quality. Like, imagine throwing in... A 1977 
you know, eight millimeter footage into. Am See, I honestly, I mean, you? yeah. Well, well honestly, like what I thought was like that 20th century owned it and then Paramount bought it or whatever. It just, there was like a controversy, like you can't use this film because it's, because it's, that actually because we, because we own it, because we yeah. own it. Yeah. Like what, you can tell me that like, does this sound silly? You gonna and tell me? You gonna tell me this sounds. So also that night, um, actually I'm going backwards. We watched the cinematic classic. Rambo, Last Blood. The Last Blood. Oh, my God. And I'm so glad that it was the last. Listen, man. I love Rambo. I love Stallone. Seriously. What did it take? 40 minutes? 40 minutes in? An hour and a half movie? Before we saw anything Rambo. Rambo. Anything Rambo. So He he brought out a knife, I think, at minute 30. And he's like, look, you remember this knife? Do you remember this? No, and then he did like uh, the like the ting. It, it's super sharp. Stab, stab. It's so fucking stupid. So Rambo: Last Blood. If you remember the 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 last Rambo movie, he slaughtered a village with a fifty fucking millimeter cannon. And then now we find him on a ranch in like Wyoming or yeah. New Mexico. In New Mexico, no Arizona, Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. And he's in a ranch in Arizona. He somehow found a family. He's no, 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 no. It's his, it's his it's his brother's family. Okay. But it, but I guess like the um like he lives with his uncle's wife, and then his uncle's daughter, who has now grown up to be like an eighteen year old that he has been raising in between Rambo three. I need some and then, thread. I know. Yeah. Like point out all that the girl, she's but, there. There like, she I'm, is. I'm really glad that we're live because this is what we do. When Isabella. We're, yeah. It, Isabella's up here. Rambo's down here. He taught her everything she knows. So yeah, he's in a ranch and in Arizona, and it's filled with tunnels. And the only the only time they actually mention the, about the fact about the tunnels is uh, what's her name? We'll call her. I think it's we'll, Isabella. We'll call her Isabella. Yeah. But his his niece goes. Well, I always say that like my uncle likes to dig. Like he likes to dig. Like what? What are you? What like? What are you digging for? Like why? Like why do you have this like intricate version of like Vietnam tunnels in your own ranch in Vietnam? Well, that makes sense. So it gets even worse. So, so they um, remember she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to my friend's party," and he was yeah. like, "She was." He was like, "Why don't hey, you just, just bring all your teenage friends over and you can party you in can my sh- tunnel? Show them to the tunnels." Which, so, which is which is also like a which is also so a sub part of the of the movie that makes no sense because he offers all these kids to come over and have a party and the only part that progresses the story is the phone call she gets from her piece of shit friend in Mexico. They don't even talk about the party. They don't talk about how there's a bunch of underage kids drinking and a bunch of tunnels made by Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They go straight. They go straight from that to to his niece getting a phone call, and she's like, "Wait, tell tell me this. All right, everybody, get the fuck out. Everybody, get the fuck out." And then 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 Rambo comes down. He's like, "How was your party?" <laughs> and she's like, hey, "No, he's like, where did all your friends, friends go? go? They left all super quick and stuff." <laughs> hey, like, we heard the loud music. I got a phone call. Um, I think my friend. I want to go visit my dad. That has never been a character in any movie, and he's a really big piece of shit. And I know that you know this, and this is the whole reason why you saved me and you moved back to the ranch, which we don't know this. We don't. As as the freaking viewers. As the audience. So and she um so she tricks Uncle Rambo. Uncle Rambo. Uh goes to Mexico 
meets up with her friend that she hasn't been friends with in like five or six years. Yeah. And and even even grandma was like, bad influence. No, no, no. I can do that. I'm Mexican. Yeah, you can. And then uh, you can't. Shut the fuck up, you racist. So then she gets to Mexico and guess what? Spoiler alert. Sex slave. It's not a spoiler alert. You go to Mexico, you probably, you got like a 50% chance of getting a taco or getting sold in a sex slave. Rambo. Rambo. So then now it's Rambo going into Mexico and not even using his underground tunnels. Because if you, because if he's that close, he just, you, he just walks in and is like, hey, coming in to grab my niece. Fucking took my niece. Oh, and then he gets jumped. Oh, dude, he gets so like super fucking badass. By like 45 people. But what makes no sense is that they kept him alive, because I mean I guess they didn't know that. It, they, I, I guess in I guess in Mexico they don't know Rambo because they saw the last name. He had, they had their driver's license in the hand. They're like, "What do you mean your last name is Rambo? Who are you?" Rambo. Yeah, Rambo. Like like dude, if you not know me from like the '60s, I'm a badass. And they're like, "We're gonna let you go." Yeah, you're the biggest stupidest idea. You don't fucking know stupidest Rambo idea. And so guess what happens. And actually, listen, the end of the movie was pretty fucking cool because he baits them in Mexico, gets them to come back to his ranch, bang, bang, boom, boom. No, what he, no, what he does is he home alones. He home alones his ranch. He he's they already know that he's that he's there. He he ends up going back to Mexico, kidnapping or or whatever. Rescues. Whatever they're rescuing. His his like heroin outed, like poor girl. Blah, blah, blah. And he baits them back to his tunnel ranch, where he has now set up an elaborate form of home alone. And he's hoping that these drug cartel people will catch the bait, go across the border illegally with cars and guns and all those that they're so angry that they'll drive all the way to Arizona to be home alone in tunnels. And guess what? It's they amazing, did. and they did, and it's amazing. It it's the, the last twenty minutes is actually they spent. You wait, yeah. They they, they spent, spent the whole budget. They spent nine bucks on the on, first forty minutes, and then the rest of the budget on the last twenty. Like, every driving scene is a green scene, but the last like little bit is. And then like, he shamed at the end. Did, did you catch that? You know Shane, the old western when he's on the horse. Yeah. You don't know if he dies or not. Mm-hmm. He's Shane. Shane. Well, yeah, because he, he he gets in his rocket. He gets his rocking chair that was supposed to like. The one lady like was like, "You remind me of your of your uncle." Well, he was supposed like in the in the original script. Fuck you, spoilers. In the original script, he was supposed to die in the rocking chair, but at the same time, fuck you. Grow up. This movie's been out forever. It's only an hour and thirty minutes. Right, and it's Rambo. And it's fucking Rambo. So watch he was the first three. To die you want to watch it in the chair? But then he saw the um like the critic screenings, and they were actually good. So he's like. Fuck, I could play Rambo again. So he put that horse scene in in the end. So we don't know yeah. if he's dead or not. So now we can be like, he's like sitting around, he's 73 with, years with, old. Like, with one shot up here. Yeah. And he, he has a liver shot and a, and a shoulder shot. And he and just rides off ran the distance. a whole bunch too. Anyway, Rambo, Last Blood, go see it. Grow up. Don't see it. Thank you. I'm so, so glad it was only an hour and a half because I didn't want to waste my entire afternoon like watching a, that movie. It was movie. like a blink. <sighs> it was like a blink. Uh, Sylvester. Thank you. Stallone. Bye-bye. So moving on, um, did you know this shocking fucking number 
that The Irishman got 26 million views in seven days. Whoa. We can only, we could only hope Is to... Is Bill and Ted right now? Whoa. Totally. Fucking Keanu. Totally, dude. Keanu on that one. Whoa. So yeah, 26 million viewers in seven days. On, on the Italian men? So if you... <laughs> Get your phone out. So if that's 26 million people at three hours a pop, how many years is that? Go! Divided by what? All right, 26 million divided by what? How many hours? hours a person? Three equals... 8,666,667,000 minutes that were watched. Yeah. By That's probably not right. That's probably not Don't right. quote us on that. But it was a lot. It's a lot. So The Irishman, I mean, it's got um, tons of fucking things. This is going to be our shy a bit tonight. So The Irishman picked up a whole bunch of fucking Golden Globe nominations. Whoopty fucking do. Guess what? Honey Boy didn't get shit. Didn't get what? shit. Man. Not, not, not only the Honey Boy, but like, mm, like Peanut Butter Falcon. Shit no. that's like already out. And, and we're we not going to. We haven't got to the fucking Grammys yet. I mean, come on. Or it not doesn't the Grammys. The Sorry. Grammys not the, he didn't sing a song, but if he did, he deserves a <laughs> fucking Grammy. <laughs> Fuck, dude. What does it take for this guy to win something? He's like, he's the new uh, uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's going to win one on some shit Nothing. film that he doesn't care about? Right. Hey, guess what? <laughs> Peanut butter Reese's. He did a fucking... And he wins a fucking everything. He did a cameo in Transformers 19 <laughs> Academy Award. Fucking Shia. Listen, it, Shia, it was, we're there for you, bud. We know, honey boy. I have been looking every fucking way on to try all... and see this fucking film. If I had time I... off, I would go to the theater and see it. And I hope you guys can look it up too. I mean, we haven't seen it yet, but with everything that Shy's done recently, gosh, like give the guy a freaking award, man. He's he's freaking killing it. I mean, it he's, really he's, he's he's now he's now like creating movies that are iconic to me that like like I will I'll be like hey like you want to watch a good movie oh here we go hold on I just had a fucking epiphany he's the new RDJ he went through his drugs he went through his rehab now he's rebuilding himself yeah yeah Shia LaBeouf RDJ RDJ. and RDJ played an older version of Shia LaBeouf and shit that's a guide to recognizing your saints. Full circle. My full circle. I don't even... I got a good one for you. How athletic do you think you are? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10? Yes. Uh, Actually, you just rock climb. That's pretty impressive. Mm, you didn't. <laughs> I no, went to no, rock no, no, climb. No, no, yeah, no. I saw it. I went there. I saw it. I grabbed a rock. I got really sweaty. And then immediately bailed out. They're like, hey, do you want to buy shoes? And I'm like, no, I'll just, I'll just donate my shoes. <laughs> All right, so they're, um, you know, of course, Disney Plus, D Plus, is coming out with a brand new game show, okay? This game show is called the Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge. You have to complete an obstacle course. Oh, God. Yes, with a bunch of stuff from, like, the uh, Star Wars, um, like, history. So, so it's like Legends of the Hidden Temple, but, yes! yeah, but it's Star Wars yes! edition? 
So it's a, a game show that will test its contestants' abilities in the core Jedi principles of strength, knowledge, and bravery as they face thrilling and fun obstacles and attempt to achieve the rank of Jedi Knight. So my middle school years. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> you and your friends in your backyard being fucking idiots with sticks. No, you didn't make that noise? No, because that's not how a thing sounds. Yeah, you grew up poor. I totally grew up poor. And then what did we fucking do? We watched um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Which is actually pretty fucking good. It was a, it was a, a, a Tarantino. But, it was Tarantino. But it was a... Uh, uh, but of, I mean, of course, it's Tarantino. But he, yeah, you're right. He, it was a slow burner, but... Man, I think it, until was, probably it was like the intense. Last like, last like 30, 30 minutes was really fucking good. Yeah. Like they with, with, Char- with Charlie Manson and, Charlie and like, Manson, like the yeah. whole uh like the whole like the family and stuff like that and just Brad Pitt being a badass. Always. Touche. And but, uh, our good friend Leonardo DiCaprio. Lee Cap. He did pretty fucking good too. I mean it was a good movie. There was a lot of cameos. Well, um, uh, what was it? What's her name? God damn it! Margot Robbie played Sharon Tate. Mm, yeah, but it didn't end the way you thought it would end. True. No spoilers. No spoilers. Watch the movie. I only give it about a six, dude. It's not something that I would like. Uh, watch so, it again. Right. So it's for me. It's kind of like a Kill Bill. Like it's something you need to watch again because like there's a lot of uh, character building and there's a lot of like force foreshadowing. You but yeah, foreskin. Foreskin. There's a lot of foreskinning. Um, like that, you know. But, but however, though, it does, it does, uh, it, it's, it's, it's worth watching again, uh, in my mind. But, but I'm, I'm with you. But I'm, no, but I'm, I'm with you. But I'm with you. I'm like, I'm, in, I'm in the six, seven, it seven didn't range. Captivate me. but yeah. It was a good story. Yeah. I mean, I like the part where they show or Brad Pitt finally picks the girl up and shows up at the ranch. Now the behind the scenes, the Bruce Lee bit was was really good. good. The guy who played Bruce Lee was. <laughs> Pretty. He was funny I, I and accurate. Know. I am trained. And, yeah, that was pretty good. And then like Brad that. punches him in the face. God, we but. watched like seven fucking movies over like three days. Over the holidays. Um. So did you hear about this shit? Um. With Nick Cannon. Oh my. God. <laughs> what is it? What, what, what did he call it? The uh, the invitation. The invitation. The invitation. Yo. Ain't no there. Nickelodeon shit going on here. So, I got I got I got Suge Knight in prison backing my shit up. I didn't know that there was this big Eminem Nick Cannon beef. I didn't know that. But apparently back in the day So like when there so, six years ago. So let me add you just like just just, just just a just a little bit. Um and I'm I'm you know, don't quote me on this, but essentially uh what had happened was when Nick Cannon was going through a divorce with Mariah Carey, our our favorite Christmas beish, um uh Eminem and Mariah were were a thing, and then Mariah broke Eminem's heart. But I think about Eminem the same way that I think about Taylor Swift. Every time he gets butt hurt about fucking something, he comes out with a goddamn album. And so one of his albums was essentially like a diss towards Mariah Carey, towards Eminem. Uh, yeah, Eminem was diss towards Mariah Carey, towards Nick Cannon, call him like a bish and all this other stuff, whatever, and like. And so Nick Cannon responded, but yet no one, I mean, no one wanted Nick Cannon to respond. 
No. Because... He's fucking Nick Cannon. What, is he going to grab, grab a fucking snare drum? Yeah, what, is he going up to... I was going to say, he just walk up and wow out? Like, 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 like your jokes are only half-ass, man. Like, you you got nothing. So then he comes out with this with this whole freaking uh, music video. But yet, he's like, uh, he's kind of like Chris Brown at Look At Me Now. He is the the very beginning rap artist of, uh, of, of the music video. And then all of his friends, like, talk shit on Eminem. But all I hear is Nick Cannon not really being a rapper. Then his buddies backing him up and all they keep talking about is bang 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 who's got a gun bang bang i'm gonna i'm gonna bang bang you bang 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 bang. and then 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 they then they cut into clips with uh with suge knight who's in prison yeah it's a phone call and he has phone calls because because eminem has voicemails of mariah carey like being like hey baby are you coming over blah blah blah. like nick ain't shit da 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 and and it's just it's just a bunch of bullshit just a bunch of bogusness so ultimately Instead of just being all fucking Nickelodeon about this, I really wish that Nick Cannon and Eminem would grab some guns, bang, 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 <laughs> like they've been all fucking talking about, and go old Western style over this Christmas bitch. On, no, dude, we could, like, like it could be on Christmas Day, uh, uh, sponsored by AT&T, um, like, uh, who's, who's some of, like, the main announcers? Uh <laughs> Like, like we could make a whole Christmas special of Charter. Nick. No, no, no. I mean, T-Mobile. Like, no, like, like, like we want, we want like, um, like Ryan. Uh, uh, what's what's his name from uh, American Idol? Ryan Seacrest. So we got Ryan Seacrest. He's he's interviewing uh, Marshall Mathers, Eminem, and Nick Cannon. They both have guns. Bang, 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 or whatever. <laughs> and and they are literally they have to battle it out. Gun style, the way that they're gonna rap about it. If you're gonna rap about it, you better be about it. Yeah. So they rap about it and they shoot each other. Are we talking about like 1990? No I'm, street beef. I'm no, I'm talking. Well, I'm talking 2000. NWA. Let's, mm, dude. Yeah. Even, even NWA wouldn't give a shit about this. About a Christmas bitch. I don't. I don't. I don't support what he's saying about NWA. Because honestly, back in the 90s, if you did something like Nick Cannon just fucking did, and you're like, yo, Eminem. <laughs> He's in his mom's basement. He's like, yo, Eminem, you're a bitch. Mom spaghetti. Dude, 1990 street beef? They'd come at you. So, so did you did you hear? Suge Knight, actually, in jail, compared Nick Cannon to Tupac. Shut the fuck up. Now, he, 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 he references Nick Cannon to being like Tupac because he's all about the people. He's all about, and if, and if Tupac would be around, he wouldn't put up with no shit. He wouldn't bang, 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 whatever. But you know what? Listen, what I always go back to when I hear about Nick Cannon is, of course, Drumline. I love Drumline. I was in a Drumline. Don't do that. That That was Drumline. (laughs) But Drumline was a great fucking movie, especially somebody that was in a Drumline in high school. It It was fantastic, and the movie was great. So you got Nick Cannon, Drumline, great fucking movie. Then, I don't know, if have you ever watched The Real House Husbands? Of California? It's, um... Uh, Nick Cannon, well, Nick Cannon has a very small role in it, but, um, fucking God, the dude... Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart, yeah. yes. Kevin Hart is probably, like, the main guy in it's, that. It's a spoof on, like, on the, 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 the Real Housewives of... Yes. Yeah. But what's funny is that, at the time, Nick Cannon was married to... Uh, Mark Hay. Mariah Carey. So, anytime Nick that Cannon Christmas was around, bleach. they'd always be like, yo, you got that Mimi money! <laughs> it's on you! And he's like... <laughs> 
guys, I make my own money. I have all these shows. And he would name the shows that he was on. I got on. Snick. I got, <laughs> it was like, I got Wildin' Out. I got... So there's this one episode where they get into a big jam. And they have no... Like, they need money to get out of it. And they just look at Nick Cannon. He's like, God damn it. And he reaches in his sock. And he pulls out a blank check. He goes, Mimi said this was only for emergencies. <laughs> So like reaches in his sock, pulls out a blank check, and he's like, God damn it, guys. Mimi Me. said this was only for emergencies. <laughs> check to get everybody out of this this vine that they're in. And I just remember watching it Me. with my friend Blake. Listen to this podcast, you're a dick. Just kidding, I fucking love you. Not scripted. Not scripted. And uh we would watch this and it was great. But that scene where he pulls the fucking blank check, check out of Mimi said this was only for it's, emergencies. It's, I, I kind of feel like like you're in college and like then you you flip you flip like your your Bible book or something and there's an uh, an empty check from Meemaw. Yeah, exact, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, it's like use this wisely. Only for emergencies. Only for emergencies. But Mimi. So we're all waiting for um, Eminem and every other great rapper to come back. And I want to see you... MGK come in and be like, "Yo, M, we have beef, but fuck Nick Cannon," and they, like get together and make this epic Nick Cannon fucking diss track like I want like I want like well what you said like uh like what what is it like when Nick Cannon released the track they they, they posted this picture of all the great rappers just sleeping yeah. like they didn't give a shit like Jay-Z like uh, Method Dog, Man Snoop Dogg 50 Cent no no like out. nobody nobody cared nobody gives a shit and honestly like and at this point like if, if you're gonna come in and attack Eminem you're you're looking for a battle that actually at this point None of us care about well, it anymore. You better have some good ammo, not just I. Actually, he's on. He hosts that show that you like the, the mass. Oh, singer. the mass singer. My 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 guilty pleasure, the mass singer. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but little uh, little background on it. Um, it's pretty much celebrities and um, really famous singers who decided to revamp their career, which I feel like Nick Cannon is all about revamping other people's careers. Um, yeah, and, and and he's revamping his own every time he hosts something. Uh, they're revamping like their careers, uh, but they're all hidden and they're all masks. And then there's a panelist of uh, uh, the like the one Asian dude from uh, what is it? Uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, he's he's a doctor now. Hangover. And a hangover. It's him. It's um. Pussycat God. Dolls. Pussycat Dolls Girl. And um, then... Robin Thicke. And then Robin Thicke. Thick. Yeah. See? I've seen I, one I, episode. I, I, was like, I, was like, episode. I was like, dude, you know more than I do, and I'm the one that watches it. I just literally sat down, and he was like, smoke this. I smoked it, and it was like, oh my God, this the is the greatest singer. show ever. Nick Cannon should have never left Mimi. But yeah. Nick Cannon, we're going we're gonna to find out in the next couple days uh, what's going on with this beef. I guarantee you that Eminem will have a track out in... He'll probably have an entire album dedicated to his this hatred. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon used to fuck Mimi, and now I... Cannonball. Ooh. I came in like a cannonball. Nope, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Um, I came in like a cannonball. There you go. <laughs> All right, there you go. That, that's more rapish. Right. So we're actually, we're actually flowing pretty good on this. I think we've got like 20 Did minutes. you just say we're flowing pretty good on this? Yeah, that that's was a, actually a... Yeah, that's a so Nick that Cannon good. thing to say. <laughs> That's such a canon thing such to a say. Canon say. Oh. So I've got some. Um, I got some tills. You want to hear them? 
Mm-hmm. Actually, one of them you're pretty good at. One of oh, them you already man. About. I'm not good at really a lot of things, but this one was actually uh, actually caught my attention. Did you know that um, emojis? They're they're actually in in law in like the court of law. They're trying to say that emojis are a language. Get the. I wish we were still alive so you could see my reaction to this. Are you f- actually? We are still alive, but we're not live anymore. Yeah, you can't see. <laughs> you can't see how how so disappointed a, I yeah. am in the culture of. There was a court case where they used um, a bunch of text messages, screenshots to convict somebody, and most of it was just emojis. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I can't. I'm just real. I'm just thinking. It's like you know what? You poop, poop, poop. Pee, 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 smiling, wink face, star. Exactly. And and this is supposed to be a a spoken language that is now. So um, a defendant tried to say that a certain amount of, or a certain um, text of emojis were threatening. Poop, poop, poop. (laughs) You're a piece of shit. Poop, 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 poop. Gun, gun, gun. Poop, poop, poop. The the, the Hispanic mom with with her hand raised. Um, and then a police officer, a siren, and then one of those, like, like down, down... Uh, it's funny like, you said that, because yes. that actually means I'm coming to your house to kill your mom and fuck you in the poop. <laughs> but, so, in no, the court that, of law, a 13-year-old, I guess actually, that's how they... That's actually what happened. Jeez So Louise. they're trying... They're, they, they came up with a graph of how to decipher emojis into English. <laughs> we, we have our own, like, deciphers... Yes. This like like this is this is like codex. This is like Egyptian calligraphy or not calligraphy, uh, not calligraphy. Hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics. So we're now using emojis as hieroglyphics mm-hmm. to to not only decipher language, but in the court of law, you're allowed to be bullied yes. by emojis. So I cannot article, wait to bully the, the shit the, out of the people with emojis. Goes, um, there have been conversations on if emojis are actually a language. And that there needs to be a system put into place to translate them so that if someone is threatened through emojis. <laughs> I can't say I, I can't say it either. Then they can be prosecuted. So if I send you smiley smiley frown, gun gun, eggplants, policeman, sirens. Frown, frown. So you're, you're, I'm, I'm coming to your house to fucking kill you. No, I was gonna say I was like, so so you like me, but you're coming to shoot my dick off, and if you say anything, I'm calling the police. Exactly. Man, I deciphered that perfectly. Well, and I'm not even. If you could, eleven. You need to, you need to contact government.edu. Dot emo, slash emoji translation. <laughs> Why? So, federal. Dot, gov. Dot emoji. Dot, dot org. Dot org. There you go. Uh, hit up cool. Matt for all your emoji translations for the next. Actually, the non-technological guy in the world, no, because he would. not would no, overturn I, everything you did in, in like twenty forty two. But so Matty my client, Mo, Matty so, Mo, was the one that translated your shit. The guy that can't even switch did. Facebook profiles. Yep. Indiana Matty Matty Mo, Indiana Matty Mo. He he translated everything that he wanted to say. I was like, I'm sorry, sir, but in the court of law, I had um. Uh, BB gun? BB gun. <laughs> Actually, sir, that's an airsoft it's, gun it's, emoji. It's, it's, it's BB gun, BB gun. Uh, what used to be a uh, ice cream face, ice cream face. Right Double hand, ice cream right hand, right hand raised, but it wasn't towards their ethnicity. 
followed by a, a, a siren, but yet with the where they were located at, the red siren does not mean anything dangerous. Yeah. Contact Matt via this website to get him to translate your emojis. Just so you don't get awful. in any trouble. That was awful. At all. Like, snow cone. What was that snow shit cone? that we saw at uh, Matt, or Caleb's house the other day? The <laughs> Matty Moe, Lawhawk. <laughs> emoji. Yeah. Emoji Lawhawk. I'm the emoji law. I'm here for you. Look me up on CaseNet if you need to find me a better description of who I am. Why CaseNet? That's where the bad people go. <laughs> so we got another good one. You like mac and cheese? Uh, I like cheese and mac. Do you like macaroni and cheese? I like both Everybody of them Everybody fucking together. loves macaroni and cheese. Do you want to know who... You're never going to believe this. So macaroni and cheese actually became um, like public in 1802. Do you want to know who, by who? You're never gonna fucking guess this, dude. It's so good. Okay. Thomas Jefferson. Get what? Yes. So is he the one that has the cave, the craft cave? He probably was, he, yes. He was like, like, I know about this. Before I die, I create. Why are we doing nose goes? <laughs> like we're, both, we're both pointing to our nose. Like, no, I know. Because that's what Thomas Jefferson and, and does. The, <laughs> it's that's the spark nose. Before I go, before I go, craft cheese. So, Thomas Jefferson, um, he was introduced to the the idea of macaroni and cheese in the United States back during his presidency. It was actually um, a dish that was brought from the Europeans. Probably anywhere. Right. It's it's cheese and shells. Yes, it's a poor man's meal. It's liquid gold, as the Velveetas would say it. The reason that it got famous was because uh, Thomas Jefferson loved macaroni and cheese so much that his wife put it into a... Deborah? No, her name was Mary. I was close. Put it into a cookbook and put out a cookbook. So, is there actually a floating around macaroni and cheese cookbook by. Well, it's called The Virginia Housewife, and it's a cookbook that was made by Thomas Thomas Jefferson's wife because everybody back then was like, what does the the president. The Virginia Housewives of Virginia. That was married to a macaroni and cheese. <laughs> so, basically, Thomas Jefferson was a seven-year-old boy that loved to eat macaroni and cheese all the time. <laughs> Could you imagine? He's like, I've had a tough day of president. Give me, give me some mac, Mima. I'd like a big I'd bowl like of mac, a big mac and cheese. You want some hot dogs in it, buddy? Mm-mm. 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 I want, I want mac. I want mac and cheese. All right. Yeah, well, Thomas, here's... Thomas Jefferson was actually uh, the first person in history documented that actually liked mac and cheese. So his wife put it in the Virginia Housewife. Find it on TrueDrunkDads.com. <laughs> the Virginia, the Virginia Housewives of how to please your presidential husband <laughs> who has a lot of mommy problems. Mac and cheese. Please. So yeah, that that's pretty much my only two. Gosh, that's so that's I've so ridiculous. Got, um, Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what? We're going to go ahead and round this out. we got about 10 minutes left with Shia LaBeouf and Jack Black. Okay. You like Jack Black? Um, I, I was more of like more of like a Jack cheese or a Jack Jack white pepper see, jack cheese. See, but, do this, and I was forcing it. Yeah, show. of course I know I'd love Jack Black. So Jack Black. Ow! Shallow Howl. Yeah. Tropic Thunder. Yeah, School of School Rock. School of Rock, of course. Uh, well, High Fidelity. And then his band. Uh, Tenacious, Tenacious D. Tenacious D. 
This is just a tribute to, to Jack Black, right? I see what he just, I saw what he did right yeah. there with the pick of Destiny. Ooh. Are you going to bring out that pick? He was also, <laughs> he was also in um, Cable Guy. <gasps> as, as, the as, the ba- as the friend. Yeah. He got really mad that he wouldn't go to the Foo Fighters yes! concert. I'm like, why would you not go to the Foo Fighters concert just to hang out with fucking crazy Jim ass- Carrey? Yeah. I mean, I know he's Jim Carrey, but. But it, but he was the cable guy. I want to hang out with Jack Black. Cable all. guy. So Jack Black is saying that after this movie, he's going to retire. Oh, what? But what's really great is that he's been holding out for a uh, Tarantino role. Oh, so he's been saying snap. for he's been saying for a couple of years that he wants to get out of the movie business to focus on his family. And I mean, he's made a ton of money. Like he he's like, I'm good, I'm good. But. He wants to be in a Tarantino movie. So Tarantino said that um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was going to be his last movie. Then now Doubt it. he's saying that he's going to do uh, Kill Bill 3, which Bill's dead. Uh-huh. So Kill Bill the Aftermath. Kill Bill again. Kill Zombie <laughs> Bill. Uh, Bill's already dead? I don't know. So he's holding out for a Tarantino movie. If he doesn't get it, then he's going to retire. So... Well, uh, well, what kind of villain would you like to see Jack Black to play? I couldn't see Jack Black as a villain. I could only see him as the comic relief or like. Um, but maybe that's why like he he wants to like take on a um, take on a very serious the dark role. But the thing is though is is if he's holding off for a Tarantino and everything that we know about him and he goes and dives in deep, it could mm. be a career ruiner. Or. Well, or or like our favorite actor, going from <laughs> the comic relief on Even Stevens. Oh, I I, I knew you're, I knew you're gonna say it out loud, dude. I cannot believe. And but so, you become like a serious actor. So I'm telling you, um, so Shia LaBeouf. So they just had the Golden Globe, Golden Globe nominations, which isn't. That the prestigious. Cre- the creme de la creme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the creme de la creme. If you, if you must. If but... you know Spanish. <laughs> and so the Golden Globes come out, and Shia got fucking snubbed, man. No Honey Boy, no Peanut Butter Falcon. No Peanut Butter Falcon, no. So they were really thinking that Shia was going to get at least best screenplay for Honey Boy, or best... S- supporting, actor, supporting actor. Even though he's the lead actor? For Honey Boy. Yeah, Nothing. Nothing. Not a god, not a goddamn thing. So that means that you guys need to get out your fucking pocketbooks and go and see a movie at the theater, Honey Boy. For freaking once. If I had grow the fuck up the time, I would. I would show every person at home my own version, or not my own version, but I, I would. I would broadcast the uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon for That's everyone to see. Huh? Well, well, both. Yeah. But yeah, but like, but 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 the the Honey Boy is not. I mean, it's it's out in theaters, but it's not. It's in selected theaters. It's in selected theaters. We can go, actually, I looked it up. We can see it in Wentzville, O'Fallon, and St. Louis. That's it. Oh, so all the horrible places that I don't want to go. I don't want to go there. Awesome. Cool. I'll just wait. Great. I'd rather just him win an Academy Award. It's actually a a movie that I'll I'll pay for. I won't find it on some free platform. (laughs) I will actually pay for it in some way, somehow, just to support support my boy Shy. And not even on $5 Tuesdays. No, no. no I'll pay on. full price. So I actually dove a little bit deeper into Honey Boy. So we've already talked about how it's um, a movie based on Shia LaBeouf's life. 
or what, you know, his autobiography. He originally, this is great, he originally wanted Mel Gibson to play his dad, <gasps> which he plays. So he wanted Mel Gibson to play his dad. He has not talked to his dad in seven years. To get his dad to sign the rights for the movie, he told his dad Mel Gibson was playing him. So his dad was like, okie dokie, and then he just went and played his dad himself. That's the ultimate motherfucking like, motherfucker. motherfucker. Like, 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 hey dad, guess what? Your, your, your role's gonna be played by somebody awesome. Just kidding! It's me! And I'm gonna show him what I'm gonna really you really want. are. So yeah, so he, God, I love that dude so yeah, much. So Shia, uh, well, actually, Mel Gibson was in the t- in talks to do it for a little well, bit. I mean, it's been, okay. I, but, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate, I wouldn't hate. Mel, I, mean, I, I like Mel Gibson, minus his whatever crazy racistness. So his dad was really, really excited because he his exact words were, "Oh my God, Braveheart's gonna play me." And Shia was like, "Yeah, he is. Peace out." <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Bullshit! Got the papers. Got you. Got you. So here's another really good one. Gosh, that's that's like a trick I would pull on my dad. Yeah. Like, be like, be like, hey, dad, I'm gonna have you Clint as Bruce, gonna as Bruce Willis. Yeah, you're gonna be Bruce Willis, but like, you know, but like the you know the old you know uh, Seagrams, <laughs> Bruce Willis, <laughs> the original White, the Claw. original White Claw. Like, so, you're gonna be that Bruce Willis, and my dad'd be like, this will be exciting. And then he watches the movie, and it's you. It's just me. You're like, hi, I'm Dad Radcliffe. I'm but dad. actually. But what would be funny is like my dad would watch it and be like, that's not me. He he sucked. <laughs> I, I, I would have played a worse piece of... Your movie is horrible. I'm, I'm just kidding, Dad, if you're listening. Where's I, Mike? Like, I, yeah, I love you. Where's Fish at to play this horrible role? <laughs> Another really great uh, fact about Honey Boy is that if this movie would not have been made... Shia was going to drop out of acting, retire forever, and join the Peace Corps. What? Well, he had already, like, he's, he was done. I mean, he went through his, he did Transformers, and he did a couple serious roles, but he went crazy. He got put in a fucking no, psych hospital. No, he didn't. Everybody else made him make crazy. Went into a psych hospital, and then wrote Honey Boy in the psych hospital, and was like, this is my last effort. Like, nobody wants to talk to me. All my old actor friends, all my old director friends, nobody wants to fucking hear from me anymore. So if nobody picks this movie up, I'm just going to quit acting, join the Peace Corps, and I'm done. I mean, it's, it's noble. But it like, got made! It, so oh, we still yeah. get shy! So we still get shy. I was going to say, I was, like, I was like, it's noble, but like, but I, I would rather like keep shy. Could you imagine like building Like, dude, I'll, I'll, write, I'll, write, I'll write a movie around you. Like, I don't care. Yeah. As long as I can keep shy. some shy around. So they're actually going to have a full actor roundtable. Um, it's going to air January 19th on Sundance TV. It's going to be... Shia LaBeouf, Robert De Niro, Adam Sandler, Tom Hanks, Jamie Foxx, and Adam Driver. Do you know what the actor roundtable is? I was like, is? That, that just, yeah, I know what an actor. Okay. It's, it's like, it's almost like the, the actor's guild. It's like this, but it's, but but it's people but who it was, matter. Yeah. But, however, though, that entire, that entire line of, of celebrities, haven't they all been trapped on an island? Uh, <laughs> like, uh, no. Not no. all of them? It's just all the people that are like having great movies right now. So De Niro's got The Irishman and Sandler, Uncut Gems, which I cannot fucking wait to watch and talk about with you. Well, and, and what well, was that's the Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. And and he said that if this serious role doesn't make it, he's, he's gonna, gonna make he's, sh- he's just gonna go back to making shitty he's fucking just, a- Happy I'm Madison like he said, movies. I like he said he's gonna go back, back to. I mean, come on. Besides, like 
Happy Gilmore and uh, Billy Madison. Waka Wakas. I mean, and then also like Grandma's Boy and stuff like that. Like he hasn't done you can put your much. In. I mean, like like Click made me cry, but you know what I really want is uh, Jack and Jill too. I've been thriving. I've been aching for Jack and Jill, too. Said no one ever. Dude. So you got De Niro and the Irishman, Sandler and Uncut Gems, Tom Hanks and A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which we have not talked about at all, Jamie Foxx and Just Mercy. Sorry. I didn't know that Jamie Foxx was in this brand new drama movie that's been... How has it not been promoted? How have I not known that Jamie Foxx is not doing anything? Like, he... And then Adam Driver. He he used to be Ray Charles. And how man. do we not know that Jamie Foxx coming out with new shit? He used, he used to, be to be Ray Charles, dude. Until Ray Charles died. Well, and he, then Adam he didn't Driver see it coming. Marriage Story. He didn't see it coming. Hey, you want to watch Marriage Story? No. No. I mean, I do. But I don't. Donnie texts me. Yeah? What's the Rudy doing? Should have text, you should have texted me earlier, man. You could have been on the Two Drunk Dads, but Hey, Rudy boy. No, he just said, what are you doing? Hit me up. We'll talk to you in a bit. But I think we're actually winding down. Yeah, we're doing good, dude. We're at a fucking hour right now. You got anything else that you want to talk about? Mm, we'll save it for the next episode. Are you but, sure? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I, well, because I really want... Uh, so... <laughs> I'm rubbing his shoulder. Uh, you okay, bud? Okay. You doing good? So, so I have in store for episode 11 the reason why... Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. But it is a Christmas movie. No, fuck you. It is not a Christmas movie. It is absolutely not a Christmas movie. And I cannot wait to spoil everyone with the reasons why it is not. That's coming up on episode 11. I've also got some like new stuff that's coming up on episode 11. Like funny things that have happened that we, that as people talk about, that we actually don't really talk about. And give we're, it away. I'm, I'm not going to give it away, but I'm going to give you just a little bit of a, just a little hint there. Snippets. A little snippet. So, have you ever been drying, uh, drying your leg off like in the tub? Like, you know, you get, out, you get out of the shower and then you dry it off and you put your leg up on the tub and you, you, you try to dry the leg off and that leg like slips. And you almost like knee yourself in the face. It's stuff like that. Um, or um, have you ever like had your had your 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 household pet come up and snuggle up next to you, and you fart so loud that it scares them away? It's stuff like that that you need to pay attention to for episode eleven. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. At it all. is. No, it's not. And we will talk about that next week. But for this week, I'm I'm I'm. I'm happy. I, I, this was. Right. Uh, I mean, next week's going to be the 18th, uh, one week away. Actually, if we keep our Wednesday schedule, we will record on Christmas Day. Oh, it'll be a Christmas miracle. miracle. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. I want to, uh, of course, thank you guys for listening to Two Drunk Dads. Did you have fun tonight? I had fun tonight. I had fun tonight. Yeah. See you guys tomorrow. Later.